Jimmy, we need the seat. We need the We need the seat. Excuse me. Come on. Come on now. Welcome to Nacho Mama's Christian Podcast. I know it's a terrible video, but... Him screaming kind of makes me chuckle. Hey, I would have too if I were in his position. Yeah. Anyways, hey, welcome to the Natural Mama's Christian Podcast, a Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. Well, I'm your host and flight attendant, Shane Copper. <laughs> I'm sorry for trying to take your seat. That's not a problem. You know, uh, you are a paying customer. Yeah, I know. And I shouldn't have done that to you. Thank you for recognizing that. He's not a fan customer. Yep. He does not contribute how to was our the Patreon screech, account. How was the screech, by the way? I practiced it. I thought it was it. pretty great, yeah, actually. Okay. Yeah. Pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I thought Good. it was really good, actually. Eric? Hey, um, I'm going to scream like that next time. Like I try to move down an Oriole game or a baseball game. <laughs> and, and they the say, comes they cut to your ticket. And I'm gonna, when they move me, and then they try. <laughs> <laughs> that won't make a difference. No, they won't care. They won't care. Yeah. Hey, hey ha- everyone having a good week? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a lot better than United Airlines. Ugh. That was that rough. Is, what a fiasco that is, huh? Uh-huh. What's go- so what's going on, Topper? Explain what's going on with that for people under a rock that don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this has been all over the news lately. So, there was um, an incident where they United Airlines overbooked their mm-hmm. plane, mm-hmm. and apparently there's something that you you sign when you agree to these plane tickets. Fine that print. It's a fine the print. The fine print yeah. that you Nobody agree reads. to give up your seat if, because um, I guess they're supposed to have certain people on standby that are supposed to... Some people that like have, need to travel right, back exactly. to be it's the, the, yeah, the, the flight crew. stuff. Yeah, right, and crew. so first they ask, like, hey, does anybody want to volunteer? Obviously nobody volunteers because they want to get back. Um, so, but no, some people, I talked to some people who will, if people fly a lot, yeah. some people will intentionally try to book a flight that's overbooked think, because right? then, well, you get, val- it used to be you get a free round trip right. depending on the airline or yeah. like money, but now now you get vouchers. So some people yeah. w- don't mind. If you're not in a rush, it's actually normally a pretty good deal. Yeah. So nobody wanted to. Yeah. And so they pick, th- picked somebody at random. I thought there was like four. Four, four, four people. people. Three of them yeah. were willing to, They but the fourth one was not yeah. willing so to. So they picked yeah. this this one at random, did not want to go. And <laughs> yeah. so they called in reinforcements. Mm-hmm. And so they came to escort the guy out. And so they ended up, after asking him, they started to pull him out. And so he yeah. started screeching. Uh-huh. Um, and then he whacked And his then they face. yanked him out so hard. I that he tell, hit his like, he hit his face on the arm his bar. Face. He well, hit his face on the arm bar. Pulling him, yeah. It wasn't him who did that. Pulled him out. Yeah. There's there's some angles you can see his head hits the arm bar. Bloody. And then the next thing you know, they are just dragging him out by his arms. Look like just he see his belly out, and he's like he's not even moving. It's like he's just submitting to yeah. them at that point. Yeah. I think yeah. I think he was like close to knocked out. And he also actually after that, right when they pulled him off, he ran back. He ran back on the plane, and you could see him all bloodied up. Yeah. And he's and he's in the back of the plane going, they're trying to kill me. They're trying yeah, to kill me. Yeah, that's what he's saying. It's crazy. It was. And I also saw like things were getting spread about like his like past, which does that's not matter. ridiculous. Yes. Who cares? I don't care. Like, Absolutely ridiculous. But so so, what if you look into it deeper? Yeah. We were actually talking before. What 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 really happened with all that stuff, Shane? So actually, the the because some people were saying that it was. Uh, you know, a racist thing that United did because they picked the Asian doctor, uh, which yep. is not even the case because there is actually an algorithm that that picks the passenger for them. That it's not it's not the people that. who do that, and it and it's all and I don't know what the algorithm is, but it's at random and and it's also based on 
who who bought the tickets last, that sort of deal. Like it depends on when you bought your ticket. The first person to buy it is not going to be kicked off. Does that make sense? Mm. So I don't know what all that is, but that it definitely was not just, hey, let's take that Asian guy and carry him off. Um, but uh, but yeah, and they needed to get a flight crew on, and people would say, well, why don't they put the flight crew on another one? Because they needed to be in another airport at a certain time, and basically, either you inconvenience four people. Or you inconvenience an entire flight mm-hmm. in yeah. the next place. So and they all, needed to take all them over. The airlines do it. Yes. They all do this kind of it's stuff. It's not just United. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel honestly, I feel like it all comes down to I mean, the reason why we have these problems, it all comes down to money. Mm-hmm. These these airlines overbook because they want to sell the max number of tickets per plane, even if they happen to do things like this. Because I know they Sometimes overbook on purpose, expecting for cancellations. Yeah. So, or people I mean, it late. is. It's it's a money thing. So it it's, that's why I'm surprised. Honestly, this hasn't happened more. Yeah, you know, to where you've seen more incidents like this where they had to pull people off because they didn't well, want to go. You know, I I think that the way that it was handled was terrible. Was, was oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. But that's not United Airlines. Mm-hmm. Everyone is bashing United Airlines. Their stocks plummeted. Yeah. Oh yeah, their value so low. But the now. but the guys who were grabbing him out of the seat. We're like airport. It was security. like Chicago police or something yeah, like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They weren't. They they're not United employees. Yeah. So the United did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Which every flight does, and, and now every flight has price. like if you, Southwest, all of them yes. have this. Yeah. But just, so even though Southwest is capitalizing on this, yeah, big they should. Time. Did you see their new slogan? No. What is it? We beat our competitors, not our customers. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It that is. can't be real. It is. Is that real? Yes. Well, I mean, it's not like their official slogan, but I it was saw, an ad. I thought it was a meme. That's but awesome. I, either way, <laughs> it was awesome to see it. It was you know, hilarious. You know what? I, I don't know if I'm just being insensitive. Maybe I have been already with this, but it's, I laugh at this too. All like the memes and gifs and uh-huh. videos of like the new United Airlines commercials, and it's always like <laughs> people getting hit, <laughs> yeah. like wrestlers, like so wrestling funny. each other throwing off. Or I saw one of a bunch of videos of people on planes getting like beat up, and like something that says United Airlines. <laughs> I think yep. it's hilarious. I, yeah. I watch them all. Those are funny. Every single one. Yep. Yeah. One of like airplane, the movie mm-hmm. airplane, when like a he was lot of people, yeah, 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 they're just getting ready to slap them. <laughs> United Airlines. Yep. Uh, I think it's great, but, but I think that it it was not fair with how they treated that passenger but that passenger was also out of line mm-hmm. yeah because if they have the right yeah. you agreed to it by by buying a ticket and saying i accept right. these terms yeah. he agreed to it whether he knew it or not and by him refusing was not right on his part and the videos that you see like at least from what i saw is only right at the moment that they're pulling him off you don't yeah. see the altercation beforehand right, right like we have no idea all we see is oh my gosh that looks terrible mm-hmm. everybody like can't believe how he, they handled that right but right. you didn't i didn't know what happened beforehand right. so yeah who am i to say like if that was any of us we would be furious and we'd be mad but if there's police telling me to come off oh, i yeah. would not go well pull yeah. me off then yeah, yeah. Pull me off. especially on a plane yeah, I would I would go off and be complaining and yelling all the time. Uh-huh. Um, but here's what I found funny about this and even people on the plane. Yeah, it was such a horrific thing, yeah. right? What were all the people on the plane doing? <laughs> Going hey hey with their phones out, <laughs> yeah. just recording. Everyone, no hey. one tried to stop it. Not, no, that's not right. Hey, that's not right. Okay, can I get peanuts now? Or yeah. Yeah, later? Oh like, my goodness! What the guys in the back? Oh, good leave. job, guys. Good yeah, job. Yeah. Good job. Good yeah. job. Is my soda coming or not? <laughs> Real mature. The headphones free. I got to rip those. <laughs> good job. All right, we ready to pass out the snacks now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like people like wanted to act like they cared, right. but actually didn't really care. Yeah. And it 
and I, we see it all the time just on social media where people pretend to care. Oh, yeah. And they don't really. In fact, Saturday Night Live just did a skit with Louis C.K. two Saturdays ago now where they had Louis C.K. did a, did a music video called Thank You, Scott. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, if, if for those of you that haven't seen it, go it's hilarious it's three minutes it's yeah, really funny it's but really funny. basically we'll what share it we can share it. what it's poking fun at is the the new trend which is the lazy armchair activism yeah that's what it's called so what that is is people that just see something terrible this news thing and they think they want to help so the way they help is by sharing the news article on their Facebook, whatever. Yeah. So the yeah. whole music video is them just he, he <laughs> yeah. shares an article. And, Thank you, Scott, for <laughs> UN did racism because he, he shared a Black Lives Matter thing <laughs> while he's on the toilet. Right. So right. That's the whole music video. It's, it's a hysterical way of poking fun at all of us. Yeah. yeah. But have you seen that that this this trend that's that's really popular now is the lazy armchair all activism? time? I mean, we've and we've talked about social media plenty before. Um, and obviously, this is going to talk about that a little bit uh, now. But I mean, there I, I've gotten to a point where I've I've just I despise social media so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but th- we see it all the time with in any situation. The first thing that people do when they get upset about something is they post something on social media mm-hmm. yep. instead of going and doing something about it or learning about it. Or like in this case, we see something and then we react immediately. Instead of learning about mm-hmm. what actually happened, yeah, yeah, I was just thinking about this, not even from a social media standpoint, but most recent in the upcoming election. I mean, in previous. the just previous election yeah. that happened, everybody, everybody has an opinion on things, right? But then again, you know, obviously you're not going to go up and say who'd you vote for. But if you ask people, like, oh, did you vote? And they'll say, no, I didn't like the candidates. You know what I mean? But yeah. fact is, if you, if you care enough. There's one there's there's one thing that you can actually do that is really not that hard. You can go and vote. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's things that you can do to spread awareness or to help certain causes and yeah, sharing an article is mm-hmm. really the most effortless way. It, it does absolutely nothing. It really doesn't. And what I why I feel this is such a popular thing now and we're not that I really want to get into the fake news stuff and all that stuff. But, yeah. but we do need to be aware and conscious of what we're sharing yeah. because um, it's clickbait. Yeah, what, what people, what what these news companies do is they release articles with headlines, specific headlines that is going to target or a picture, and you'll you can see all the time where it says, "Can you believe?" I can't believe what this person said. They won't say what it is, and yeah. have a picture that's like not even of anything, and you click it because that's how they get money by right. making you click it. So they make it where it's clickbait, and now a lot of people just share it, and they won't actually look read yeah. the news articles, it's read any crazy. of the stats. And if you actually read, it, it's like, oh, it actually hasn't anything to do with right. that, or it's so biased or whatever. I did a sermon a couple weeks ago, and I I shared three different news articles. I said, Would you guys tell me which one's the fake one. One was someone wins the lottery and poops on their boss's desk to quit pretty funny right uh-huh. the other one is they the guy lights his farts on fire a meth in a meth lab and the whole thing explodes uh-huh. and the third one was a cinnamon roll exploded in a guy's butt as he was trying to shoplift it <laughs> and i said have any guys seen these articles some people said yeah, yeah yeah and i said which one was fake one they all guessed all three it was all a hundred percent fake bias but it was the three most shared crime news articles of last year <laughs> so that's people that are just see it yeah. share it now everyone thinks it's truth yeah that's crazy yeah it's and it's and and now that's what's happening with a lot of political stuff with with 
certain resistances and and movements, all their stuff. Yeah. And they're and not only are they sharing it to get just their own personal attention, but they share it to feel like they are accomplishing something or actually yeah, supporting yeah. the mission when really you're not supporting it at all. No. When you all all you're doing is sharing it, it's not supporting it yeah. at all. Yeah. What I always get caught in is whenever I get I don't know if you guys get these too, but like the ESPN alerts. And a lot of times there's an ESPN alert and it'll say, you know, a Russell Westbrook swats away a basketball and then shoves James Harden on his way out of bounds. And it's a video. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a fight that happened. <laughs> and then I look at it and they just like graze each other's shoulders or something. You know what I mean? And like yeah. it's, everything is to yeah. get your attention. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, always, I'm a little embarrassed to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you. The things that get me a lot because the wrestling fa- ones we know. <laughs> we yeah, know it is. That's what I was gonna say. Because the fa- Facebook <laughs> be analytics. Serious. I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook <laughs> analytics. They, what they do is if you click something enough, then it'll show you, start showing you that more because mm-hmm. that's what you want. Um, so if you share like certain thing of your yeah. side of a political debate, then all you're gonna get is that side, and then you think you're always right when really you're just <laughs> on one side. Anyways, so now all I get is like. Can you believe that what this wrestler said on Raw? <laughs> I always like. I do want to know what wrestler was. Yeah, because it's always like, well, what? Is, I, I know. Click it, I go. I don't care about yeah. this. Why am I keep looking? But what's but, the next? But one? you always say like you click on you go. Oh, this is a waste of my time. But then every time you see it, the next time, it's like, well, yeah. But what if it actually was a big deal? Yeah. That's what you always say. Yep. You because we have a fear of missing out. Yep. And we never want to be left on the outside of anything. And so us sharing about this United thing, everybody already knows that. I, I, if there's anybody who listens to this episode and did not already know about the United thing, I want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Because I, do, I don't believe that there's a single person. You don't person. know a podcast. They don't know what podcasts are. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you're listening to a podcast, you've, you know about this United thing, right? Because people shared it and the entire country, it seemed like, entire world is upset about it um but what do people actually do that's that's the real question what is being done and then if we go to on on a on a smaller scale then if since we are a christian podcast how does this affect the church that's the question, I guess. <laughs> I was waiting for one of you to respond. <laughs> I, I thought you had more to that question. No, how does this affect the church? What oh. has what? Lazy armchair activism? Yes. Well, how how is that shown in the church? Hmm. Well, how it affects just here's what I can I say the what how I feel like it affects culture first. Yeah. Okay. What it does is we are in a culture and especially our generation, we're a generation where we want to be supporting something we want to be doing something right. that's living and passionate right. but we also can be lazy mm-hmm. so what's the best w- easiest way to make it seem like to the outside world because that's what we care about our our perception it's trendy yeah and that that we're doing something that's a popular thing without actually giving any effort mm-hmm. as by sharing something on facebook twitter whatever a news article which it does nothing in fact right. it's irresponsible for us to just share something and thinking that we're special to do it, <laughs> and we actually did something yeah. about it. Like, see, I'm I'm letting people know. Like, you're not letting people know. They right. have news. They don't need you. Yeah, yeah. To 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 catch the world and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what I think it does, it makes people think that they're doing a lot more than they really are, and there's still people suffering. Mm-hmm. There's still movements that need to be mm-hmm. worked out. And I think with the church, what it does is the same thing. They it. They think that they're doing more than they are, yeah, and they're serving God more by serving other people when they're really not. All they're doing is sharing stuff on Facebook yeah. and all that stuff. They feel like they're a little bit a part of everything, but they're not a part of anything. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I heard this from you actually, Eric. Oh, you learned something from I me. I think it was in a sermon of yours. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't learn anything from Shane's sermons. <laughs> oh, it's, it's in a sermon from Eric that he probably got from another pastor. That, that's, yeah, <laughs> so this is probably <laughs> from say, some, you know. a better pastor. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest if I. Hey, every pastor does that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just morph everyone's words and make it my own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. That's all I do with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, you were saying something like there there are people out there who love to complain in the church and they'll come up to the head pastor they'll come up to the board and say hey you know what's going on with like you know i haven't i haven't seen a greeter mm-hmm. you know at the door in, in, in three weeks like, you know that's a very important part of the church like we need we need these kind of people in the church this is this is something needs to be done about this and and you know then you go oh okay great well then you're do the new it. head greeter. Do yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like right. they're like you, you can up. you can talk about it. You can complain about it all you want. Right. About not having the right people, but fact is, you see the need there. Right. <laughs> Why don't you make something happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I think is that that come from you? I think it was kind of a bunch of people. I think okay. I've heard Shane say it. Before. I've okay. heard I've heard Pastor Kevin say that. Yeah. A lot of people say it. How many times have you seen people do that? Oh, all the time. Where they compl- it's a lot. Because it's a lot easier to complain mm-hmm. than it is to actually do something about it. Yeah. yeah. Especially in church. It's so much easier. Yeah. And that's why both of our churches, and we got this from New Spring, um, R.I.P. Perry. We got this from New Spring. He's not dead. <laughs> to the church. <laughs> to that church he is. Um, <laughs> he's preaching again. Not at that church. Yeah, but he's preaching again. Yeah, that's a top for another time. I don't agree with that. Anyways, um, we call, we don't have members at either of our churches. Uh-huh. We have owners to right. try to break that cycle. Because the the metaphor that I think was at New Spring first is if you go to a mm-hmm. gym and the gym, if you're a member of the gym and a treadmill breaks, what do you do? You go and tell the front desk and right. they fix it for you. You don't do anything about it because right. you paid your dues. When mm-hmm. you're an owner of the gym and that's your gym and you own it, treadmill breaks, you can't tell anybody. You are part of the solution. You take care of it. Mm-hmm. So if you try to conduct that idea in church mm-hmm. where, because I have had people and I know Shane has too where they say, hey, I really think we should do this. And I go, okay, well then, do it then. Oh, well, like, well, I don't have the time. Well, okay. Then, then I say, well, I don't either, so it's not being done. Yeah. In fact, in board meeting this past Tuesday, uh, well, here's um, Ken Balch, who runs our board meetings. He was voting for all in favor for this person to take, because we have a new person that's going to take over the money. All in favor of this person to take over the money, say aye, and everyone said aye. He said, anyone who um, disagrees and is willing to do it instead, say nay. <laughs> <laughs> that is genius. Because yeah, because yeah, that was because that's like oh well, because you can't say no, I don't agree with it, and then not yeah. have a solution. Oh wow, uh, everyone, everyone can give you problems, but not everyone can give solutions. To oh the problems. yeah, yeah, that's that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, you're, I know Shane's stealing steal that. Oh more yeah, absolutely, yeah. I will, and I'm gonna take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's what us pastors yep. do. No, we don't. So how do you see it <laughs> in the church? Um, yeah, idea. I mean, obviously, those things that that we've already already said, and and as a lead pastor, it, it only happens more, um, and people has, has constantly are coming up and saying, well, "What if we do this? What if we do this differently? What if we do this differently?" And um, uh, you know, obviously, we know that you're never going to please everybody, um, but also at the same time, too, there, the, I kind of struggle with that because, you know, it and for me at City on a Hill, I am the only paid person. The only one. So everybody else is a volunteer. And um, and I have a staff of pastors, and they're all volunteers. They all have jobs or, um, or you know, they're doing things. It's not the, this is the only thing that they do. Um, so I kind of struggle with that at times where I'm like, I know I, I can't do everything by myself, but at the same time, I'm the only one getting paid to do it. So obviously I should be doing more than everybody else, and I am. I'm the lead pastor. 
but it's finding that balance of and sometimes people will give advice that's good advice yeah and you and like you know that is a good idea maybe mm-hmm. we should start doing that but but it you have to look at the intent mm-hmm. of the person if the intent of the person is actually say hey i think it's something we should do right how can i help you and and i'm willing to help with it right that's different than someone saying hey this is not good mm-hmm. we, this needs to be fixed and yeah, that's yeah. it like we had a meeting at the beginning of the year about church growth and, and ways we we are planning on growing the church our core team, which is just three of us, met and talked about what we're going to do. And then we invited the rest of the team and said, okay, here's what we are going to do. Oh, yeah. You got to be united. Here's what we're going to But here's what we're going to do. Here's the ways that we believe we're going to be able to grow by doing these four steps. If you have ideas, great. You need to do them because mm-hmm. we don't have time because here's what we are doing. Yeah. So if you have an idea, great. Make a team and we'll support you, but we're not going to actually do it. Mm-hmm. So you, you definitely have to find the balance with it. Well, if you look at biblical, biblically... What is the role of the pastor? What does the Bible say is the role of the pastor? It is to help others to do the mission. Shepherd. To shepherd, mm-hmm. to lead, and to, and to administer what is going on to other people. The, the role of the pastor is to equip, train and equip, not to do everything, which many churches and many Christians do, do not know that, or if they do, they're not living that. Yeah, because my job is think about it this way: what's better for for myself or my pastoral team to do everything, which is four or, or four, three, four of the people, five of us total? Is that is it better for five of us to do everything, or is it better for the entire church to do everything? Mm-hmm. And if it's all about you doing it, yeah. then what happens if you stop? Exactly. If if a, if a, if a church were to fall apart if any one person leaves, then it's not built correctly mm-hmm. absolutely the minute mars, the, the mars hill is an example yep. mars leaves the whole thing falls apart that was not built correctly it can't be around one person because one person is sinful mm-hmm. and broken and can't do it all and and if they mess up and fall short yeah. then or or they just get burnt out or they retire you need the the church of god should mm-hmm. not be stopped by it yeah because god built his foundation on the church like mm-hmm. he's not be stopped by one person and if yeah. it is that means there's only about one person yeah the sign of a good ministry is that the leader can leave and it still runs smooth and that, it still keeps going. That's why I make sure I tell other people what they need to do. So at church, when we go to clean up, I say, Topper, you listen to me now. It is cleanup time. Stop talking. <laughs> it is cleanup time. You get the curtains up. You do take care of all this stuff. And he clean goes, up. Clean up. And he goes, yes, sir. Everybody. That's what happens. And we have little John. I say, little John, you just stop. Little John just is a talker. We need little to have, John. You need to put your headphones on. Yeah, we tell him headphone. Little John that is, is very true. helpful. That's actually true. If he doesn't have headphones on, he's worthless to us. Explain. Explain why. Because not everyone knows. When that. he puts his when when our friend Little John, who helps clean up, we're a mobile church. When he helps clean up, we don't he, have to worry about him hearing this because he doesn't listen. Yeah, who cares about him? Um, he, <laughs> when he puts his headphones on, he's in a zone and he cleans up his area really quick. When he doesn't. Anything we say, he has to now chime in, and he cannot work while he's talking. Yeah. So he'll come over we're like, Little John, we need to have a Little John. Where's have a Little John at? <laughs> yeah. But that's that's what people, people that is a, a misunderstanding in the church, is that, oh, I have a great idea. The pastor can do this, and he'll do a great job at it. And a lot of times, their hearts are in the right place because they, they think that, well, you know, he's trained, he's equipped, he's gone to school for this. I don't, I, and and it's and it's really insecurities in themselves of I, I'm I'm not the person to do this, but yeah. the pastor is. Sometimes it's 
it's good intention. Other times it's just yes, yeah. Someone likes to tell everyone else what, what <laughs> everything that's bad. I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so you give the benefit of the doubt. I'm more realistic <laughs> or negative <laughs> or negative. I like to use the word realistic. I like to be positive about my negativity. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. My goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I'm going to use that a lot again. Have you ever, count, have any one of you caught yourself doing this lazy armchair activism? Absolutely. Mm. Hey, yeah. We example. all have done that. I know. I want examples. I don't want just, yes. You got one, Topper? <sighs> I got one. Ooh, I have one, off. too. I'll, I'll, I'll get one to start us off until till you guys are ready. But um, we're in Baltimore. We're mm-hmm. in the city. Yeah. We were national news. Was it a year ago, two years ago? Two years ago. Um, for the Baltimore riots. Mm-hmm. Um, after Freddie Gray, all that stuff, like, it was a madhouse. It was a war zone down It there. was terrible down here. It was so bad. They were just looting. Because what happens to all those things is- Burning buildings. What, what, what starts as a peaceful protest, bad people come out and take advantage of the situation and then just hurt people and things and buildings and all this stuff. And I remember when all this happening, people were just bashing Baltimore City, and we are so hardcore Baltimoreans. And and then I saw some articles that were posting like, "No, we need to help build the city back up, whatever." And I shared that sucker. Yeah. And I didn't. I have not done anything to help build the city. <laughs> I've done nothing. Yeah. I just said, "Yeah, yeah. we do got to do something about it." Now yeah. what's we got to take our city back. Yeah. yeah. And I barely even go to Oral Games. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like that's one way I can maybe support is to go into the city, spending money. But yeah. nope, I I barely do anything. And I was like, I was like. I never do stuff on Facebook or yell at people, but I was yelling at people on Facebook for, for like bashing their city. Like, this is your city. You got to take care of it. And I yeah. I don't think take care mm. of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, uh, actually pretty recently, I bet people saw in the news stuff with the um, stuff going on in Syria mm-hmm. with the chemical attacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, terrible. Yep. And it's and that, none just... that's going away anytime soon. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, because... You know, the whole um, Syrian refugee thing was a big thing in this election, and a lot of people had different viewpoints on that. But, you know, once I saw that the video of the kids Mm -hmm. and just how they were suffering from these chemical attacks, I was just, I was so fired up, and I was just like, I don't care where you stand on this issue. Like, something needs to be done. That's the way I was thinking. Kids are dying. That was my whole thought. And I was just, I was fired up that night. That fire. I mean, I, I forgot about it an hour later. You yeah. know I mean, I did. I did nothing about it. Yeah. Um, when Absolutely. I think about it, I get mad. But there's, but what, I haven't, I haven't acted on it. Something yeah. like and that. I don't know though, what necessarily I can do. Yeah. What could you? I mean, I'm I guess sure you there can is. Educate but I'm sure there is. You know, there's, yeah. there's more than just me sitting here getting mad. You know, right. That's not true. doing any good. What, you what, right. you, you, you know definitely what I mean? did do whatever. Yeah. There had to yeah. be something else you could have done. And yeah. you definitely didn't. Well, with the whole like Syrian refugees and stuff, when when Trump put the ban out, and and people were like, well. And and this is not to take a political stance uh-huh. on it one way or the other. But I have trouble with that political stance. I don't. I'm on both sides almost. Right. I understand both sides of that. But but the point that I'm making is a lot of people who are like, well, we need to, we need to, we need to open our home. You know, we need to open our borders in our country to bring the, the these Syrian refugees in. It's one thing to say that. It's a whole another thing to to do that. Mm-hmm. Like if and, and a lot of people would say, okay, well, do you want to take people into your home? <laughs> exactly. Do That's... you want to bring are you are you just saying that to look good on Facebook? And and this isn't whether or not that's right or wrong. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. But all that I'm talking about is if you put your say money it, where your mouth put is. Put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you believe then go out and do it. Yeah. Um, that makes and, sense. and invite and now I've realized that that isn't realistic for for many people and that's not going to happen in many people's homes but a lot of people will say that knowing that they will never have to do that mm-hmm. they, they'll say we need to care about these refugees mm-hmm. okay how are you 
caring about the refugees. What, what I find the most, and you guys can agree or disagree, but what I, I find the the people that share the most mm-hmm. about this stuff are the quietest in person. Yeah. I feel like there's like a hidden, mm-hmm. like they want to be louder in person or whatever. And when you're... Some people are shy. Some people yeah, are... but when you're going. anonymous behind a screen, oh, it's a yeah. lot easier... You can do whatever. ...to do that stuff. You mm-hmm. don't... Because if I say, Shane, you are ugly, mom loves me more... We all know that. Your beard true. is disgusting. Well, now all you're that stuff. Whatever I said, I have to see your reaction yeah. to what I say. When I say you something... You saw it didn't phase me. <laughs> <laughs> I have, but I, if I am legit mean to somebody, yes. I have to see their reaction. You if get, you yeah, are, deal with are mean to someone on Facebook, you don't see it. You send it and it's, just, it's gone. And and you send it and and the reaction that you get back is not the person's initial reaction or it could be their initial reaction, but it's their reaction where they thought it out, typed it out, they could edit it, they could think about it and really do some research, yeah. you know, all this stuff. Louis C.A. is a great joke about all that, about oh, yeah. like getting people to look at the at the response before he sends the response out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Publicist right. and his writers yeah. and stuff. It's like, no, it's not, that's not how things work. No. You can't, you don't like it. Yeah, it's just that, that's what, technology has done is given people it's given some people a voice right. that they never had a voice but yeah. it's also allowed some people to abuse it and act a way they never actually would and never actually are yes. because they feel like they're anonymous 100%. doing it yeah so there was a time when um i when the whole when trump was elected and I, this is and again this isn't a political thing but uh, when trump was elected and our country was just divided right like there were protests there are people who are calling each other names on social media and and no matter what side you were on there's no denying that our country was just at odds with one another and still is yeah i like I, i'm gonna say i like i keep saying was yeah like but at like, that time yeah, we, we've mended since then. No, at, but you know just a, a few <laughs> Thank months you, ago Scott. <laughs> yeah just a few months ago it was like on social media people were like they still are but more so when it first happened people were calling each other names and i remember like uh, I saw a video from Ernie Johnson, who's uh NBA guy. Eric, you don't know who he is. NBA I guy. do know who he is, <laughs> stupid idiot. How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? <laughs> dare um, and that he, hurt my feelings. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> um, and he, and on like the NBA show, this is a basketball guy, and he was talking about how our country needs to be united, and it's not about what side you're on, but now at this point, we all need to come together as a country. And I was like, yeah, he's right. And I shared it. And I, I was, did see you share that. And it was like one of those things where um, uh, <laughs> I heard, so I read an article down where someone said, all right, everyone needs to stop posting something and just saying this in all caps. <laughs> and that was exactly what I did. <laughs> this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. And I agree. After I read that, I was like, man, we do need to stop doing that. Uh, yeah. Post an article and just saying this. <laughs> we said it in one, I mean, it was one of the earliest episodes. So a lot of people haven't necessarily heard it, but it's social media makes you so arrogant yeah that you feel like people need to know your stance and you have to right. make a stance why can't i just go I, I don't know and why do i have to say anything yeah like especially now that we're like what uh, shane and i as pastors like i i really feel like i'm watching myself and all this stuff because i i'm not just going to say any random thing and it's not what's you're not going to win no you're, you're, you're talking about find, saying something on social media. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna find the people that support you are gonna like it, and the people who don't support it are gonna either comment or defriend you. Yeah, but you're not gonna change anyone's minds. Go and, take them out to coffee. Yeah, and, and here's, have a conversation. here's the other thing: I've got enough things that I'm doing throughout the day. I'm not gonna get into a Facebook argument, and I know if I post certain things, 
then I'm going to be like, okay, who said something? And then I'm going to look, and then I'm going to be sucked in. Mm. And then throughout the entire day, that's what I'm thinking about. And then throughout the entire day, I'm thinking about how do I respond to this person so that I get the last laugh and they don't. Mm. And you get in this argument with somebody else, and it ruins everything. And then, and then I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm not being productive, and mm. I'm not being effective in the role that I'm in. And it's a waste of time. It's, it's not because I like reading them. <laughs> so no, it's okay if you want to do it um, AJ in one of his sermons recently said if Satan doesn't get your soul he wants to keep you busy absolutely so he'd That's much rather really you just good. waste all your time and stay busy that is really if, good yeah, like that yeah Dev Shades stay on the hill this Sunday Guess the Satan one hey you want to hear the sermon that AJ preached last week come to City on a Hill <laughs> um, top question yeah, uh huh uh huh we're we're talking about lazy armchair activism. We're talking about yep. all this stuff. Do you think us as a podcast falls mm. into lazy armchair activism That's a good category? <laughs> because I'm starting. I I don't know. I I don't know. If it's, I think it's the Holy Spirit. It's convicting me. Mm. And maybe all we do is a lot of talk and not enough action. You know what we're doing right now? Sitting yeah. in armchairs. We are technically not top yeah. recent in a folding chair yeah. that you yanked him out of. Yeah, yeah, it, kind of, it hurts still. <laughs> what do you think? You think think we are? Um, now that you, now that you put it that way, yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, I don't. We bring up these. The thing is, we bring up these issues and we talk about them, but we're, we don't. Ne- it's not a. We don't take a huge stance on them all the time. Like sometimes we bring it up for awareness, just because it's it's a hot top. I will say we don't. I find our I find that we don't take stances very often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So listen, like listen to coward's our episodes. way to go about it. But I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing yeah. all the time. Well, I I I'm, think we we just want to create meaningful discussion, yes. which I don't think is such I don't think is such a bad thing yeah. in my yeah. opinion. That well, th- I know this this is just about me personally. There are very few things in my life that I am black and white about. Yeah. And that most things I am gray about, um, uh, unless it is, uh, you know, uh, unless it is theologically or or scripturally, or I know without a doubt when it comes to my faith, whatever that you know, those those things I'm I can be black and white about for me personally. But a lot of things I understand both sides. Yeah, there's some political things that I've. There's very few I, I'm black and white. There are a couple that I'm pretty black and white on. Yes. But then there are a lot of things that I'm like more on one side, but I could be persuaded. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me the good enough argument. Like, I understand that there is a side. I think that comes with maturity where you get older. Why are you laughing? Because we're not mature. I know, but you know, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're older. Yeah. <laughs> but when we're kids, we used to have our stances and that was our stance, period, no matter what. Yeah. What? Dude. Oh, sorry. Put I put my the, feet on the, top the of shoes <laughs> just right on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I am... We do this in Tyler's bedroom, what, and my, my feet are all over his bed. shoes on. Yeah, at least the, okay. they kick the shoes off. All right, I'll take off. my shoes off and go barefoot uh, on your... No, no, it's worse. <laughs> ew, ew, you're barefoot. Ew, ew, ew. All right, come on. <laughs> We're not going to be allowed to all do right, this just, in just, here anymore. Yeah, just, <laughs> what was I even talking about? Just, you ruined I don't know. Let him air out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined a good point. Goodness. Um, I cannot remember what I was talking about. Uh, either. It yeah. probably wasn't important About us being mature. Yeah, or, we or are mature. more mature. Yeah, crap. I can't talk about how mature we are now. Yeah. <laughs> after, right. after that. You never learned to not put your feet on the couch. Yeah, that's. On the bed, yeah. No, but. It's rule number one. When Go I was on. a kid, I was black and white on, on things because I thought I had to be. Yeah. If I wasn't, I wasn't like sticking up to my faith or I was like cowering to my faith. Yeah. 
then the older you get, the more you realize you could actually be wrong. And I challenge what I believe now because I I want to make sure I'm right. And yes. I, there's there's things, I think you said in one of these episodes, that there's things that you believe right now mm-hmm. that most likely are wrong. Yeah. So I'm, nothing should be a sacred cow except yeah. for certain things that because we've come we've concreted our faith so much in it. Correct. Jesus, grace, grace through him, forgiveness, his resurrection, all that stuff. Yes. That is concrete sacred cow That's for my foundation. life. And then after that, after that, I don't I'm not I mean there's other things obviously, but but there's things that I, that should not be that that the church historically has yeah. been so stuck up about. What do you think about this way? You build the foundation of a house that never changes. It always stays. It's firm. It's solid. It's not going anywhere. Then you build the house on top of it. You build the walls. You have the windows. You have the doors. Those things change through time, and they can change. Maybe they never do, but but they but sometimes they do. Maybe you change the color of the house. That's what we do. That's the way our faith should be. You got your foundation. It's solid. It's firm. It's rock solid. It's not going anywhere. But then there are other things that are gray areas that are not specifically stated in Scripture that we need to be willing to recognize mm. there are different perspectives on it, and maybe you don't always have the right answer. Exactly. We've got to mm. be all right with that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, And if we're not all right with that, then it's arrogance. Absolutely. It's saying that I have it fully together. There's No one can tell me mm. anything's wrong. When you say that, you're saying that no one, including the Holy Spirit, can tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah. That I am 100% right. So, so we yeah. need to get past that. And that's why I think I like doing our podcast. That's why I think oh, yeah, I like that, that was still that's the why, question. That's why I like doing I was our podcast. I remember what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, we, we keep going down rabbit holes. That's fine. Um, that's why I like doing this, and that's why I do think it's it's bringing some good. This is what I... Th- our goal with this podcast is to help people... Rip off bad Christian. <laughs> <laughs> our goal with that's this what podcast... Some think. <laughs> Maybe it was. I don't know. Our goal is to help people to think critically. And to realize that we don't always have to take ourselves too seriously, and to realize that we don't all have the answers. You say that sometimes. Uh, yeah, we don't all have the answers. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but I only say that every episode. <laughs> yep. Uh, but we don't. But we don't have all the answers. And and two of us are pastors, and one of us are a light guy, and we don't have all the answers. <laughs> I bet every listener thinks, "Man, this topper guy does nothing with his life. Man, this guy just plays with flickers of lights all day." <laughs> um, but you know what I hear though, more times than not. Is that when people say, whenever it's like uh, people talk to me about the podcast, people always say, you know who always gives the best answers? Topper. How in the world? People say that to me all the time. No one's I ever like said to that st- to I, like, <laughs> I like to stay neutral. I don't, I don't like to stir we, it up too much. We normally do stay fairly neutral with certain things, but certain certain episodes that we've done, we've gotten, we've gotten some pushback, but we've also gotten some great like the mm-hmm. Martin episode, yeah, we got a lot of good feedback, and we stay neutral on that on yeah. that episode because the goal wasn't to make. Because I don't like to tell people when it comes to certain things what you need to believe. Yeah, I like to say let's have a conversation, let's be willing to be open about it, let's have fun with let's it, let's not make it everything together. so yeah. so serious all the time, but let's also have fun with it too, and let's go. and And a Mar- the Martin episode is a prime example of that, where where we talk to a guy who's struggling with both sides. And all we did, we didn't make a theological debate about whether it's a sin or not a sin. We just talked to him about his life and open conversation. And I, and that's the episode we've gotten the most feedback on by far with people saying, I really appreciate that episode and all that stuff and because of the feedback and the conversation it started. I'm glad you brought that episode up because that's a really good example because a lot of times we think, well, if I don't take my stand, 
then people are going to walk all over me or or if I don't take the stand uh, and firm in something, then people aren't going to know what I believe or they're not going to know what's right, these sort of things. Really, all you have to do, and this is all Jesus did, was love. Yep. You love somebody and then that speaks for itself. Mm. Done. That's the bottom line. And that's what Jesus, I've said this a million times on the podcast, I know. That's what Jesus said. The question was, what's the most important commandment? Love God and love each other. Done. If you do that, then everything falls into place. Here's the argument they give back. Well, it's not loving if I let somebody live life's off sin that's going to hurt them. But how are you telling them that? Yeah. Oh, I know. But that first off, that's BS anyways. Yeah. That, that statement. That's like that's just of someone's way of getting around judging mm-hmm. them and condemning them for something they don't struggle with. Yeah, most likely. Um, yeah, yeah. Love people. Hey, you can have conversations with people mm-hmm. about your about your stances, but you can do it in a loving way compared to a uh, way of condemnation. Yeah. So if you if you see something that that makes you angry, see something that makes you mad, and you're like, I want to do something about it, but you don't know what to do because that is legitimately a lot of the problem. I think here a lot of people think like Topper with a Syrian. Um, the chemical mm-hmm. you know war and you were like this makes me so mad mm-hmm. but you don't know what to do about it yeah you don't know where to go or or how to make a difference right and besides sharing something besides sharing something yeah. maybe you find a way to donate money maybe you find a way to send something you know that those sort of things yeah. and those are easy steps to take but but if we're talking about on a smaller level of just um, you see something that makes you mad in the world and you want to make the world a better place mm-hmm. you love the people around you yeah. Starts with one person at a time. And it's mm-hmm. not about it's not about solving world hunger yeah. or solving world peace in in a day, but it's one person at a time loving somebody. Mm. And on one of our first podcasts I shared this. There's a person who's walking on the beach, sorry, a person walking on the beach, and there's all these starfish that oh, walked knew, up on the I, shore, I was just right? about to tell you about the starfish. Tell, tell the story, Topper. Give them some good mood setting. Bring the Holy Spirit in with this story. Oh, I already had mood setting. I have my... No, no, uh, I some have noises. My, some yeah, diffuser top, going right yeah, now. Yeah, Topper's got see some that. oil. Okay. Give, give some... some all right, I'll do some it. Whale sounds. Okay. <laughs> so, you love the whale sounds. Yeah. Right. All right, so, so I'm walking on the beach. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wait, wait, hold on. This turned to a skit. I bet. I bet. Go ahead. I actually, I'm, right. I'm walking on the beach. Picture this. Oh my goodness, it's so breezy out here. Oh, what is that? A seagull? Oh my! I'm being It happens. It happens. Continue. Come on. Okay, I'm You're losing it. Uh, I'm barefoot, and, and there's and it's 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 almost dusk. <laughs> it does not tell you what it is. Is that what is that? A it's your feet in the sand. Oh, Shane, hermit- stop! We're doing the noises. You just keep going. Don't worry about our noises. Okay, we'll get I'm this out of it. Yeah. What is this? Oh my gosh! Let me bend over and pick this up. Ooh. Uh, is that <laughs> your back? Is you have a bad back? You're picking it up. You have a bad back. What, what is this? It's a it's a starfish. <laughs> is that a dolphin? <laughs> that was the starfish talking to you. Oh, starfish. What do you need? <laughs> What's that? Do you need water, little guy? Oh, okay, I'll throw you back into the water. <laughs> That's a go. huge starfish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and now I'm still walking. Oh my gosh, another starfish. And another. And another. And another. Thousands of them. Oh my gosh. What should I do? Should I leave these thousands of starfish? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I shouldn't. But Help surely us. I can't pick them all up. But this one's right by my foot. <laughs> Let me pick you up. Oh, yeah. Would you like to go back in the water? I would. 
Let's make a difference in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where else to go. Just going in. The point is, I can't clean up all these starfish. But did it make a difference in that one starfish's life to throw him back in the water? Yes. Yes, it did. He's, look at him out there. He's he's happy. He's he, sinking to the he's bottom. Li- he's, <laughs> he's, he's living. Yep. So so what so what are we telling people to do? When it comes to this stuff, you can't, you aren't going to change the entire world. We know that. But you can change one person's life. And to that one person, it makes a difference. Nice. Here's how you can help my life, Shane. Oh, gosh. Kick Topper out of that chair. He needs to go. That's it. Out of there. That's it. Come on. Come on now, guy. Come on now, guy. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.